Maximum advantage through learning. Luke chapter 11 verse 1. The disciples said, "Lord, teach us." Pastor encourages to learn from God's word, from the past and the present, from occurrences and from other people's lives. This message teaches it is profitable to be obedient, to be connected to a higher wisdom for mentoring and learning. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Let's open our Bibles tonight to the Gospel of Luke chapter 11. Luke chapter 11 and verse 1 and it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place when he ceased one of his disciples said unto him lord teach us to pray as john also taught his disciples teach us to pray amen One more scripture Genesis 32 The book of beginnings 32nd chapter and verses 24 And Jacob was left alone and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day And Jacob was left alone and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day born sambandhamaya there are people with born related sicknesses born related ailments the healing power of jesus is flowing into your lives right now in the name of jesus christ to be healed by the stripes of the lord jesus christ be healed every born related sickness and affliction and infirmity break off from your life in the name of jesus now lift your hand and say i receive my healing in the name of jesus now Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Tonight I want to title the message MA in learning. Maximum advantage through learning. <laughs> so MA maximum advantage through learning. Any teacher of God's word will tell you if he senses in his spirit a teachable heart the word of the Lord will just freely flow. But we live in a generations where people have this attitude I know it all. I got Google to teach me. So we live in that kind of generation. But if there is anybody open to the Holy Spirit to guide you to teach you to reveal to you the holy word then the spirit of God will come upon you in a way that you've never sensed him before or known him before every time you open the bible from this night onwards you will see the word of God leaping into your heart burning into your spirit and you will know God has communicated to you if you receive that lift your hand and say I receive it in the name of Jesus May the anointing of the Holy Spirit flood upon to your soul. Amen. Teaching, learning. There is maximum advantage through learning. And never stop learning. I'm still learning. 
You can learn from your past. What have you learned from your past? This year is coming to an end. It is the December month, the 12th month. You can learn from your missed opportunities. You can learn from the mistakes that has happened in your life or the errors that has happened. You know, mistakes are facts. People make mistakes and you don't deny the fact. But you can use that fact to change your future. You can learn something out of it. You can have lessons learned from negative occurrences in the past. Not everybody has had a smooth ride this year. But there are people who will take advantage of every negative occurrence that has happened in their life. Paul in prison is an example. Paul in prison. Instead of tampering, he could ride and sing and say, Rejoice in the Lord. And again I say, Rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord. And again I say, can be lessons learned from positive occurrences in your life. That you can actually leverage for your future. Genesis 30 and verse 27. An interesting scripture. Genesis 30 verse 27. Look at that scripture. It says there, Laban is saying and Laban said unto him mm. I pray thee if I have found favor in thine eyes tarry for I have learned by experience see I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me for thy sake see he, the positive occurrence he's seeing the blessing and he's saying I have learned by experience Jacob it is because of you Jacob, you stay with me and I'll be continue to be blessed. There are people, whether negative happens, whether positive happens, they never learn anything. But you and me, if you're receiving the word from tonight, you'd say, Lord, I'm willing to learn. I want to have maximum advantage through learning in my life. I want to learn through every experience in my life. Those who learn from the past, will lead in the future. Those who learn from the past will lead in the future. That's a saying, we know that. Those who do not learn from history will repeat history.
unless you learn from your past god can't take you beyond where you are right now he can't take you further you want to go into 2022 god wants to take you or you can go by yourself <laughs> but if god wants to take you you got to make sure that you've learned something you can learn from your present just not the past your present psalms 19 verses 1 2 and 3 the heavens declare the glory of god and the firmament showeth his handiwork day unto day uttereth speech and night unto night showeth knowledge the first university is the universe somebody said life is a library of lessons unless you have learned the lesson of your life you cannot progress to the life that god has got for you it is one thing to have eyes and it's another thing to see it's one thing to have ears and there's another thing to hear the eyes that look are many but the eyes that see what god wants them to see are few god is speaking to you on a daily basis day and night and if you have a relationship with jesus christ through everything that happens around you god will communicate to you Look at Proverbs chapter 24. I pray that you will receive an impartation of this wisdom tonight. Look at Proverbs 29, 24, sorry. Verses 30 and 31. I went by the field of the slothful and by the vineyard of the man void of understanding. And lo it was all grown over with thorns and nettles and covered the face thereof. And the stone wall thereof was broken down. Then I saw and considered it well and looked upon it and received instruction see is it I mean we go, I mean you can say the modern language of us driving down the highway and I saw this building and then I learned something from it That's what the wisdom book is telling us I went by the field. I was just taking a walk, morning walk, evening walk. We don't know. Saw the field. Oh, this guy is slothful. And then he understood and received instruction. Yes, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, and thy want as an armed man. So he learned something in the present he saw and he learned touch your eyes and say i want to see i want to learn i want to hear i want to hear i want to learn i want to understand i want to perceive you have maximum advantage in life it is said that life will pass by a person who does not understand what life is revealing suddenly you are 90 years old 100 years old oh my god 
It's time to say bye. But for the guy or the woman who will understand your value. There are instructions for progress, information, positive principles to follow, actions to change in the present. Then there are lessons from confrontations. Life, sometimes the different battles or challenges that come by, there are things to learn. It could be a challenge with your health. It could be a challenge in your finances. It could be something else. But through the battles of life, there are things that you learn. Look at Micah chapter 7. Verse 8, it's in the Old Testament, the book of Micah. Just because, you know, a couple of chapters before, I mean, just Zechariah, just a couple of chapters before that. Seventh chapter, verse 8. Rejoice not against me. Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy. When I fall, when I, fall I shall arise. I shall arise. Look at the next verse, next word. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. The Lord shall be a light unto me. When I sit in darkness, when I sit in the night, one version says, there is light. Inside every night, there is light. Say that with me. Inside every night, Inside every there, night is light. there is light. Don't be overwhelmed by the night, by negative reports that come into your life. But say, Lord, where is the light? What are you wanting me to learn? We, we, we know, you know, these are cliches which most of the preachers would use every mess as a message. Yeah, it is a message. But we only know that word. We don't get the message. Every frustration carries instruction. So you don't go through that frustration again. Some people are perpetually in frustration. You know why? Because they don't receive the instruction. They haven't learned. But there is maximum advantage in learning. MA in learning. Hallelujah. I'm a postgraduate. Amen. I didn't get through my BA, but I got through my, I'm getting through my MA, MA in, in learning. <laughs> every promise carries a, pro I mean, every problem carries a promise. Goliath is in front of David. David knows if he defeats this problem, wow, he's going to the next level, of, next level in his life. There is a promise in that problem, but he has to learn through that. Things that hurt, instruct. One writer said, out of the pain, came forth the pen. Something to pen. Look at David writing those psalms. Songs. 
you know he was not drinking a glass of mango juice sitting in an ac room and say okay mm, yeah where's my bean bag okay let me write a song no no david learned a lot of things through the battles of his life In, in 1 Samuel 17, David realized that I should not use a weapon in the battles of my life that I, it's not proved. Are you with me? He realized the armor that Saul wears cannot win David's battles. <laughs> he learned. He learned through battles of his life as long as you have as long as you have his command you will be in command 1 Samuel 30 verse 8 David lost everything at Ziklag and he said Lord what do you want me to do should I pursue should I stay here what the Lord said you will restore everything I mean everything I'll restore unto you get up Run behind them, overtake them, pursue them, and take back everything. See, he received a command. And so he always stayed in command. One great man of God said that it is better to be addicted to his commands than to be married to his methods. There are many believers who are married to the methods. They know the methods of the church. They're not open to the Lord. They're not learning from the Lord. Methods. In 2 Samuel 7, uh, I think it's the 5th chapter, verses 17 to 28. You can read through that later because we haven't even started the word for prayer. In 2 Samuel 5, David has to go in for a battle and David says, Lord, what do you want me to do? The Philistines came to him again and again. But for every time the Philistines came, it was a different instruction that the Holy Spirit gave. It might be the same migraine. But get an MA in learning. Maximum advantage. But the second time there, Migraine happened, it's not because of stress. It's a demonic power. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke it. Don't be married to a method and fail to hear a command that God is saying to you. Whether it be in your finances, in your married life. So most people want just some method they can be married to. So what's the method? What's the methodology of the church concerning this, that? Okay, concerning my marriage, what should I do? What did you do? <laughs> yeah, if you do what he did, you will end up like him. <laughs> and only the pastor knows what he is like. But God has got something for you. You be open and say, Lord, this is a season of prayer. Help me to hear, help me to know. There are lessons to learn from history and I'm not, I don't, I'm not speaking about your personal history. 
Okay, there are times when you have to look at your family history and say, okay, there are lessons to learn. There are positive principles to embrace and negative principles to let go or avoid. My family tree has made these mistakes. I shouldn't do those mistakes. These are good ones that they did. I should do good ones like that. There are things to learn. People become history when they fail to learn from history. <laughs> Type there and say, don't, I don't want to be history. <laughs> learn. So you become outdated when you don't learn. Lessons from history will actually fuel your progress. Jeremiah wrote something in the book of Jeremiah. We know those scriptures, 29th chapter verses 10 and 11 and 25th chapter verses 11 and 12. And Daniel in the 9th chapter verse 2 is opening up the book of Jeremiah, learning from history and says, okay, 70 years in Babylon, we shall be in prison. But after that, God will send a deliverance. It's the season. 70 years have passed by. You need to learn from those who have been successful. How did they do it? Don't just envy them. What are the principles that guided them? You can learn from them. Isaac Newton, the guy on whom the apple fell, right? Yeah. <laughs> Isaac Newton, he said these famous words, if I see anything brighter, it is because I stood on the shoulders of the ones who were before me. So don't go and look for Isaac Newton in the Bible. <laughs> but he said, I learned through other people who tried things and succeeded. One of the great men of God. I think it, you, he said, you can't take the steps of a giant and die like a dwarf. You can't follow, take steps of a giant and die like a dwarf. See, what is your future destination? What have you got for your future destination? Is someone's current position? So learn from them. What to you is a possibility is someone's reality. Learn from them. There is wisdom to learn. What's the wisdom behind that man having that reality? 
Let me learn that. No, but we have this arrogant, we have this arrogant generation that thinks, you know, anybody who succeeded, anybody who's doing well has done it the wrong way. No, they came up in life scheming. They were shrewd. See, we have this mindset, especially among Anybody who's successful is there. What you attack, you cannot attract. Look at people in the Bible, Job, he was a man who had good success, the right way, Abraham. People antagonize what they cannot comprehend. What you hate, you cannot have. Attacking the successful doesn't delete your failure. Charles Spurgeon, I think, not Charles Spurgeon, I think it was the missionary David Livingston who said, I'm ready to go anywhere provided this forward. Judges 7 verse 17. MA in learning. Say maximum advantage in learning. Amen. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and say one more time. Maximum advantage. Maximum advantage. In learning. In learning. Look at 7th chapter verse 17. And he said unto them, look on me. See, look on me and, and do, do likewise. See? That's what Gideon said. Look on me. I'm pretty successful. I'm a victorious soldier. Look on me and just learn. Anybody whom God is using, you think, hey, people attack, you know, people that that, that which they cannot comprehend. How, how is this guy? He's getting so blessed. How is that guy? What what's? But learn. Ask the Holy Spirit. Be teachable. Not only learn from successful people, but learn from unsuccessful people. And I don't mean failure. And that is to say it politely. <laughs> you can look at people who have faith failures and I mean, not successful in their faith and say how they have not run their life. We, we, you know, we, we have this saying, don't make the same mistake twice. I heard a preacher say, don't make the same mistake once. I mean, you saw the mistake in somebody else doing it and how unsuccessful they were. Now, 
Don't even make it once. Are you with me? Failure is a habit. Success is also a habit. May God bless you with divine godly success. Let every weight of failure be removed from your life in the name of Jesus. Learn how not to operate a marriage. Even before I got married, I was learning. When I was counseling people, two people sitting and fighting. Okay, let me learn. <laughs> how not to operate a marriage, how not to operate a ministry, how not to handle your finances this way. You learn. Don't just go through life without picking up anything. Don't be shocked by old age. Learn. One day, if God gives you the grace, you will grow old. Let me grow gracefully. Learn from your parents. Proverbs chapter 1 verses 8 and 9. All the parents lift your hand and if your children are sitting next to you say, I told you. <laughs> Proverbs 1 8 and 9. Okay, read on please. My son. Hear the instruction of thy father. Hear the instruction of thy father. And forsake not the law of thy mother. Mm. For they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head and chains about thy neck. Amen. You got to learn. Don't be a know-it-all person. What a parent sees from the ground level, a child cannot see from the top of the coconut tree. <laughs> but the children think they know. You know, about, about two, three weeks back, I went to my father and, it, and I said, you know, have, I mean, have I... Have, have I been a good son? Have I made you happy? A lot of instructions that you said over the years which I did not respect or value deep inside, I'm sorry for that. But I just want to know that have I been a good son? Are you proud of me? Two questions I ask. Are you proud of me? And is there anything that you want me to do? Just instruct me. Just tell me. Just because you're making a lot of money, don't despise your parents.
it's not fashionable to be rebellious but it is profitable to be obedient don't let your friends mentor you don't let your age mates give you direction in life be always connected to a higher wisdom oh lift your hand chelavare parents aitulla bandham nu samarpichu karthavilekku ragala bauchya some of you need to connect with your parents ask them forgiveness oh ask them to instruct you oh rabakasia you might be 50 years old 60 years old it doesn't matter if your parents are alive go kneel down before them ask them to bless you and instruct you ragalam shahastari kalagam thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord thank you jesus maximum impact or advantage through learning you learn from your spiritual parents jeremiah 3 verse 15 we know that scripture and i will give you pastors according to mine heart which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding See, i'll give you pastors according to mine heart not according to his heart but god says according to mine heart can you imagine that see the bible says all scripture is god breathed one version says all scripture 2 timothy 3 all scripture is god breathed god breathed upon adam and he became a living soul and the bible says the same breath that came upon adam that made him a living soul all scripture is god breathed but look at that scripture second timothy chapter 3 second timothy chapter 3 verses 16 and 17 scripture mm. is given by inspiration of god uh, another version says all all scripture is god breathed and and now, now look on to the 16th verse uh, uh, all scripture is god breathed and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for reproof for correction for correction for instruction for instruction in righteousness yes see so every time the word of god corrects you there is a breath of god inside of it instructs you there is a breath of god inside of it gives you a doctrine there is a breath of god inside of it so many people lose out on god's breath in their life and end up spiritually dead you know why because they just want to take what they like if a correction comes from god's word it is for somebody else but the bible says all scripture not some scripture is god breathed and is profitable mm-hmm. 
never dishonor the spiritual lineage. The ninth one, and we don't have time, so I'm just rushing it through. You learn, you have maximum advantage from the word. You learn about God's kingdom from God's word. You learn from God's word the secrets of a victorious life. You learn on a decision-making process from God's word. Decision-making process. And there is an interesting, you know, uh, John chapter 6. I want you to look at that. John chapter 6. It's so blessed me. John chapter 6 and verse uh, 11. You know, Jesus, I mean, he multiplied the bread. He multiplied the bread and, you know, the crowds ate of it. And the 15th verse, 6th chapter, 15th verse. And after that miracle, when Jesus therefore perceived that they would come and take him by force to make him a king, he departed again into a mountain himself alone. When the applause is great, just disappear whoever you are. That's what Jesus did. Worked a great miracle. The crowds are all there. And they are thinking of making him a king. Yes, king, king, king. Jesus perceived, just moved away. Up the mount to be alone with the Father. And what is interesting is the next verse. Now when evening was now come, his disciples went down to the sea and entered into a ship and went over the sea into Capernaum. And it was now dark and Jesus was not come to them. Can you imagine that the disciples, the team members, they are with Jesus. They don't see Jesus for a minute. And they said, okay, we waited. <laughs> yeah, gotta get back home. Peter says, you know how my mother-in-law is. <laughs> Thomas must have, I mean, you know, Judas must have said, you know, let's take this boat, you know. Later, later, if it goes, we have to pay higher charges for the boat to cross over. Night charges for the boat is different. So let's just, we don't, Jesus is not important now. Just let's go on with our lives. See, just a 30 minute journey across. 30 minute journey I've been in that place 30 minute journey I took that journey at 6 o'clock they're stepping out from there not waiting for Jesus and all through the night they couldn't get through to the other side they are rowing they are rowing they are rowing the wind began to blow. They are not reaching where they're supposed to reach. A 30-minute journey. They are rowing. They are rowing. The hard work they're doing. They're fishermen. They know how to do the hard work. They know how to run the business. But they are not reaching anywhere. And 
early part of morning jesus comes in almost 10 hours later a 30 minutes journey 10 hours later jesus comes through walking on the water <laughs> and what is interesting is the 21st verse they willingly received him into the ship and immediately the ship was at the land where they were supposed to go see in every decision making in your life you need jesus don't be too smart to think i know the job i've been in the sea different times i know how to swim in the sea i can row i can do this i am mbbs <laughs> i am mba i am double phd i am the ceo of this company i am mr smart i am woo but with jesus in the boat you will reach there immediately angane oru sannidhyam ninde mel nu ratri irangatte yeshuvinte naamathil don't make the journey of life without jesus only storms will come that is what i want to tell you ba don't make the journey of life without jesus only the storms of life will come but with jesus in the boat i can smile in the storm come on sing it jesus in my boat i can smile in the storm 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 With Jesus in my boat I can smile in the storm When I'm sailing home When I'm sailing home When I'm sailing home When I'm sailing home With Jesus
Amen. And the tenth one is the lessons from the Holy Spirit. Maximum advantage. Romans 8, 14, whoever is led of the Holy Spirit is the Son of God. Say that with me. Whoever is led of the Holy Spirit is the Son of God. Amen. Whoever is led of the Holy Spirit is the Son of God. Amen. And so the disciples are coming to Jesus and saying, Lord, teach us. Now We don't have time to get to that. Teach us to pray. Teach us. Maximum advantage, Lord, if you teach us. Today we have the Holy Spirit who teaches us. We do not know how we ought to pray. Romans 8, 26. But the Spirit himself prays through us with groanings, with deep sighs, making intercession for the saints according to the will of God before the Father. Teach us to pray. Teach us to pray. Amen. One of the secrets of prayer is what we realize from Genesis 32, the scripture that we read of Jacob left alone. God allows his children sometimes to be left alone. There is a time to be left alone. God will make sure that you are left alone. After Lot was separated from Abraham, God came to Abraham and said, Look, as long as you are with the Lord of your groups and cliques and whatever, not, God cannot speak to you, God cannot instruct you, God cannot teach you. There are times to be left alone with God. And Genesis 32 says the word, and I just, we don't have time, but I just, you know, they have wrestled a man with him until the breaking of day. And Jacob is saying to him, I will not let you go until you bless me. He did not know what that wrestling was or who this man was, but he realized one thing. He's somebody bigger than me, greater than me. Hebrews 7, 7 says it is always the greater who blesses the lower. So bless me, Lord. The Bible uses the word, the angel of his presence. Say that with me, the angel of his? The angel of his presence. Wrestled with Jacob. The angel of his presence is the Holy Spirit. Jacob has got a covenant with God. He's got a promise from God. He's got a blessing. But now he comes to this point where he's left alone with a lot of promises, but to see the manifestation of it. And the angel of his presence. Hosea 12, speaking about this, says the angel of his presence. The angel of his presence. Hosea 12 verse 3. I just want to highlight one point there. Yes. He took his brother by the heel in the womb. Ah, that is Jacob. Yeah. And by his strength, he has power with God. Ah. Yeah. He had power over the angel ah. and prevailed. Ah, the, one of the translations is the angel of his presence. And he had power over the angel 
and prevailed. He had power with God and with men. Genesis 32 says. What kind of power is that? Physical power? No. He tapped into a power. And that's what I want to highlight. Power with God and power with men. He tapped into that realm of power. And the secret here is mentioned. How he tapped into it. It says there, he had power over the angel and prevailed. Why? The secret is this. He wept and made supplication. Jacob's strength was in his tears. Jacob's strength was in his tears. Was in his supplications before God. You want to have maximum advantage where greater advantage you cannot have. Where you have favor with God and favor with men. Power with God and power with men. Maximum advantage. Because the angel of his presence. He wrestle and you realize. Until you bless me I won't let you go. He wept. And made supplications. This is the season for that. This is the season for that. It's the season for that. Amen. To have power with God and with men. To have maximum advantage. Learning, humility, brokenness, tears and supplication. Na tobal se. Na shakti se. Pavitra atma se. Amen. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Open your mouth and say, Not by might, not by, might, not by, power, not by power, but by his spirit. By his spirit. Amen.